Welcome to a very special UFC 259 episode of The Early Edge. I am the coach, and we tell you all the time, you got to subscribe to our Sportsline YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications. You never know when we're live or when we're going to put a in your feed. This is a humongous night for the UFC. 15 different fights on the card. So there's only one man at Sportsline that has the chops to find the best bets just for you. Let's bring him in right now. You know him. You can follow him on Twitter, Ian Parker MMA. And I got to tell you, Ian, this really feels like, with all due respect to Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, this feels like the start of the UFC 2021. How are you? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm pumped for tomorrow night. Look, three titles on the line. Uh, could be more exciting, and especially for a, another historical moment for Israel Adesanya possibly becoming another double champ. It's going to be a good one. Oh, it really is. And I got to tell you, we're running this little perfect parlay contest um, right now that if you go to our YouTube channel that you're watching on right now, you leave a best bet for UFC 259. And then if Ian is perfect, then you could be eligible for a year-long subscription to Sportsline. Let's jump right in because we got four great bets for UFC 259. Now, Ian, here's our first one. Sal Yadong, minus 160 as a favorite, taking on Kyler Phillips coming back. At plus 155, the over is two and a half, plus 135, the under two and a half, minus 125. What do you like in that matchup? Yeah, other than his name, I like Song Yudong here, right? Training out of uh, alpha male, great wrestling, great takedown defense, explosive, good hands. Kyler Phillips, who's actually a brown belt jujitsu, you would think would be finishing fights on the floor. But, you know, a lot of these guys, when they come from outside the UFC, they win by knockout and they get these TKO finishes. They kind of forget from where they came from. Now, only being 8-1, he hasn't tasted defeat too much. I think he's going to this weekend. If he keeps his fight standing and he wants to strike with Yudong, he's going to be at a disadvantage with speed and with power. And we've seen Song Yudong knock out some heavy hitters. On top of that, he's fought higher-level competition. I like Song Yudong here at minus 160. All right, this is a bantamweight bout, and it's in the – so make sure you, it doesn't sneak up on you. Go, oh, Ian just told me to bet uh, Song Yudong. All right, ne- second fight that we're looking at, Alexander Rakic, minus 160. Tiago Santos coming back as an underdog at plus 135. Over 2.5, plus 110. The under 2.5 coming in at minus 150. These are light heavyweights. What do you like in this matchup? Yeah, and this fight, we've got a couple of aggressive strikers here. The only difference, in my opinion, is going to be Rakic, whether he wants to keep this fight on the feet and take the risk of getting hit by one of those sledgehammers, a.k.a. Tiago Santos's hands, or if he wants to be smart and do what he did in his last fight like he did against Anthony Smith. He took the fight to the floor. He stayed dominant on top. He advanced position, and he rained down some heavy strikes en route to a dominant decision win, and there's no shame in that. We've seen Tiago Santos in a, when he fought against John Jones. He had, like, no knees, and he almost won that fight. Some people think he did. But when he came back against Glover Teixeira, he did land that hard punch, right? But once he got taken on the back, he was like a fish out of water. So we've seen Rakic take down a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt Anthony Smith and dominate him. He's now fighting a guy who is not very good off his back. I really like Rakic here. Hopefully he fights smart, doesn't come out too cocky with the striking because Santos can end that fight one punch. Rakic takes his fight to the floor and he cruises for a win. Give me Rakic at minus 160. Oh, I like that one a lot. Can't wait for that. All right, our third fight uh, on the card for us is part of the trio of these great, incredible title fights that are going to end the night. We got one, two, and three. We're going to go with three on this show. How about Aljamain Sterling? People love this kid. He's coming in at plus 100. The champion, Peter Jan, is minus 120. It's as close to a pick as you're ever going to get. 
in MMA anyway. The over is three and a half because all three of these fights, these championship fights, are five rounds. Minus 130 over three and a half. The under coming back at under three and a half, minus 110. How do you see this fight playing out? Well, this is going to be a fight where can Peter Young keep this fight standing and can he let this fight go into the later rounds and keep winning in the striking department? He has a cardio for Canal Jermaine Sterling. And also, he calls himself the human backpack for a reason. We've seen Aljamain Sterling's grappling, phenomenal. Jiu-Jitsu through the roof. But we've seen that development in the striking department as well. Here's where the fun facts come in, right? Aljamain Sterling's last 10 fights, there's been three finishes. Two of them he won by submission. One in round one against Corey Sanhagen, which we saw. And the other one against Cody Stamen in the second half of the second round. All right? The other time was he got knocked out for the first time and only time ever by Marlon Marais in round one. Otherwise, those remaining seven fights have all gone to a decision or over the two-and-a-half-round mark. Here, we have Peter, Peter Jan, ten fights as well. Only one time did he finish a fight before that. The Uriah Faber fight in the third round, Josie Aldo in the fifth. I think these two guys are going to do a lot of feeling out in the first few rounds. Jan doesn't really pressure until rounds two or three anyways. And Sterling isn't just going to rush in and try and get this fight to the ground because if he does that, his entry is going to become too predictable. And then it's going to turn to a boxing match, which would favor Jan. So I really like over three and a half here. I really do. I think both these guys, they both take a little bit of time. And if Aljamain can't get the fight to the floor right away, look for the push kick, look for the jab to keep the distance. Because he also doesn't want to get into any dirty boxing with Jan whatsoever. So, Coach, give me over the three and a half. I really like that at minus 130. We tell our fans all the time we're here to educate and also entertain. This is the education part. This is why you watch these shows, to get all of this information that you wouldn't have otherwise. This is why we play these particular picks. They don't always come through. But this is the best knowledge you're ever going to find. Now, our final play on the early edge today, Israel Adesanya trying to make history again. Very, very, very few men have been able, and women, have been able to be a double champ. But the odds here, I want to ask you about the odds here, minus 240 over the light heavyweight champion of the world, Jan Blachowicz, who's coming in at plus 200. The over, the, there's a lot of different options because this is the main event. The lowest is over one and a half at minus 275. Break this all down for me. Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at Israel Adesanya's last few fights, most of the finishes will come after the second round. And same thing with Jan Blahovic, you know, the Luke Rockhold fight second round. And yes, the Dominic Reyes ended kind of early. But Israel Adesanya doesn't get hit, keeps his distance, fights at range, and won't be trying to get his fight to the floor. And he's not going to try and dirty box with Jan Blahovic. So Blahovic is not going to be the faster guy. He's going to be the power guy. So I think at over two and a half or over one and a half, both those bets – I think they're pretty safe. I don't think if there's going to be a finish, which there could be, wouldn't come to the later rounds, probably rounds four, in which I would favor Israel Adesanya. I think this fight is going to be very familiar to Adesanya's fight against Paulo Costa. And it's not a knock on Mamblahovic. The guy, the story in this is unbelievable. Almost cut by the UFC, now being the light heavyweight champion. And he might make history by if he could be the first person to beat Adesanya, right? I just don't see it going that way, Coach. I think Adesanya will, be the fa will definitely be the faster guy. I think everyone who knows the sport, you don't have to be an expert to know that. But the technique, he just keeps getting better. And if Blahovich can't get this fight to the floor where he would have the advantage because with the athleticism and the strength and the top game, we also don't really know where Adesanya's at. We've never even seen him on his back for more than a second. So I think Adesanya's leg kicks, those, oh, man, the dude is like in the Matrix. He's going to make Blahovich miss. He's going to do what he does. And I truly believe that Israel Adesanya will become the double champion at both light heavyweight middleweight after Saturday night. And that's the entertaining side of the show because this man knows how to entertain and he knows how to fight. It's a great combination. 
also knows how to do this. He knows how to chirp just a little bit, too. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. It's time for the recap from our main man, Ian Parker, MMA. Sonya Dong, a minus 160. Kyler Phillips. Then Alexander Rakic, minus 160. Go uh, Santos. Then in one of our three last title fights, Sterling and Yan going the three and a half rounds back at minus 125. And then in our main event, trying to become the champion, Israel Adesanya, minus 240 to beat the light heavyweight champion of the world, Jan Blahovich, who's coming in at plus 200. By the way, you may want to sprinkle just a little bit on that over one and a half. Even though it's minus 275, it's almost a guarantee to go into the later rounds. You've got your marching orders. Well, I feel good. I love a Saturday night when we're fighting. Here we go. Take every ticket straight to the pay window. For our main man, Ian Parker, quack, quack. For the jeweler and the coach, remember, this is the only place. Turn on those notifications for your daily UFC early edge. Good luck.